This is an extract from the conference organized by um, EFL magazine where we talked about business opportunities in teaching English spheres and other spheres. And this extract is about um, keeping people motivated when they are learning online at the online course. I, I'm very good. As I, I know, we know each other. I mean, we've emailed in the past, and I know you do a lot of um, interesting uh, interviews with other. Yeah, can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing at the moment? Yes, I, I was listening to you. Uh, what, what was the topic again of the talk? Oh yeah, it's about business. You're starting oh. a business in EFL, yes, ELT. Uh, I uh, I heard you talking about books, writing books. Yeah, that was that was just one of one of my ideas of something I want to do in addition oh, yes. to teaching. Yeah. Well, what I, what uh, what we actually do is we uh, kind of uh, like uh, conduct uh, webinars and sessions every every month, and uh, we teachers uh, know about uh, good classroom practices and uh, especially uh, when it comes uh, to teaching reading and uh, technology integration uh, etc so our purpose is not only uh, webinars uh, because we also want uh, want to uh, design online courses uh, it's, it's, uh, it's very tough and hard to do, to do this but uh, we are willing to develop, uh, you know, courses uh, which are suitable to our context, uh, where we teachers operate, especially in Morocco and, uh, you know, the Arab uh, countries. So that's uh, briefly what I do in this community. Uh, okay, thanks, Aziz. And uh, you say it's difficult. What's difficult about the courses? Well, putting them together, monetizing, yes. finding the right platform. Yes, everything yeah. is difficult about about uh, the uh, creation of my courses mm. because uh, you sometimes you create a you think you create a good course but uh, but you, because it is online you should find ways to uh, help teachers continue the course because it's not easy all the time for teachers or students to continue an online course they need motivation apart from a, a, a digital certificate they need. A, uh, I don't know, they, they need some sort of uh, community in which they interact, they need a, uh, you know, well, actually we are still investigating how to make people, uh, you know, finish online courses, and it's very tough sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's true. I, I, I think, uh, you know, if anybody here has done a Udemy course or yes, has I did. completed uh, Udemy courses. I, I, I think mm -hmm. I have some at like 10, 20% maybe. I did finish one was like 60 mm -hmm. hours, 100%, but um, some of the others not. So I think, uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, from, from stuff I, I, I've read and, you know, uh, as regards the completion of anything, you know, people join a gym in January, don't they? And how much? And the gyms get you to sign up for the year, and these uh, contracts they're almost impossible to get out of. And uh, I don't know how many people attend versus many people who are members.
members of a gym? I don't know, maybe it's 20%. Good question. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, Carol, if you would have any ideas on this. I mean, is, is it the same for English schools that uh, sometimes people sign up for lessons and maybe they don't complete all of them in, in a certain amount of time? Or? It happens, yeah, it happens, but it's not, um, it's not that uh, when it's in person, I think it's it definitely less of an issue than than when it's uh, like asynchronous online classes. Um, I think that uh, those types of like Udemy type classes, um, you know, I don't have that much experience, but what I what I my my instinct tells me that it's an engagement issue. You know, you need to somehow you need to give students some reason to come back you know get them get them really really into the course you know of course there's intrinsic motivation as well but um yeah it's it's an interesting problem um uh Aziz, uh how how what, what platforms are you using to put your courses online yes that's a really interesting question where i I use a very different platform. Uh, uh, I don't know if you heard about it. It's called Edmodo. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm Edmodo. Not I've heard of it. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but I've heard of it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like a Google Classroom. Uh, it's like uh, it's like Facebook, but without distraction. Uh, mm. It uh, it's. Uh, you know, uh, I, I find it very, uh, very interesting. Uh, you know, to uh, to uh, you know to uh, launch courses there, and because you can differentiate instruction, you can create small groups, you can uh, award badges to participants. There are so many options uh, in this uh, platform. Uh, Aziz, may I ask you, are are they meeting like live, like we are here on Zoom? to get the courses or are they doing something self-paced on the computer or no it's self-paced but we if we want to meet we we share a zoom link like this and we meet okay but you don't they don't have to meet i mean they have like a set things they do online they they work on and okay like yes, modules are, or yes there are for example uh, some courses are composed of four weeks or three weeks so for example the first week we have a reading Second week, uh, they watch a short video, they submit an assignment, etc. Okay. okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I didn't, no. No problem. I didn't I didn't, so, sorry. I didn't ask. Uh, I. I don't. I. I, just, I. I know Philip. I met you like a long time ago. I know you through Facebook, through the FL magazine. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is the first time I meet uh, Carl and. Yeah. Mr. Introduction. <laughs> yeah, you, you missed. But, but we have a recording anyway, so you can you, you can have a, a look at that. So nice to meet you guys again. Nice yeah. to meet you too. Good, nice, nice to, to meet you. you. I finally we get to, we get to chat. But uh, yeah, I think you know when I sent out the emails, and this is something I've learned about engagement, people. If you uh, you have to use a few little tricks know to get people to buy in so one thing is uh, for example I sent out uh, a questionnaire and I saw I think Paulina and Jude you both did the questionnaire didn't you you filled it out Paulina is that right I, I, I saw yours as well is that true no oh, okay 
sorry, it was somebody else. Um, I think there's two camps. So if somebody does a questionnaire, you know they're going to turn up for the webinar. You know, if they put that amount of work in. So you have to get people to buy in, don't you? And you have to use like metrics, say, you know, it's 48 hours, 24 hours to go, get focused. And you have to use, you know, shortage as well. In this case, you know, we didn't, we have no... Uh, problems but in the last one i think we had i was looking maybe 12 because i think if you go more than 12 people in a webinar you know kind of you know it's, it doesn't have as much value in the, in the time so i was using shortage as well to say you know there's only so much time and there are only so many places and this is the you have to give a commitment to come so there are just a few things to get people engaged i don't know jude or carl or polina oh, you're I, online I yeah yeah, I thought about something not only online, but uh, I've also kind of helped with seeing people on some kind of life improvement type of courses. And and they were live courses, but um, I was in sales and I would go check with people after course and how they were doing and were these courses improving their lives. So just like Carl, you said, making sure the customers are satisfied, no matter whether you do something in person or online, there needs to be someone who cares and who communicates with the people to make sure they're getting the value out of it. And I think that that's that element, you know, it, it might take a bit of work, but then you get feedback and someone will tell you what they loved about the course or what they found lacking. So um, I think that we don't always know if people are dropping out. Well, we don't know why, you know, sometimes there's going to be an emergency, but maybe it's something, you know, and then you can adjust your your courses or your business in such a way that more people are getting out of it what they want or you find what the what the needs are so excellent yeah yeah that's true yeah the, and exactly what carl said i mean the you can't look at these things in isolation sales marketing customer service they're it's a cycle isn't the customer right. service keeps them and you know prevents churning customers as carl you know mentioned that it, it was not the new customers who was keeping the existing ones and maybe building more business within those companies as well you know um that's that's um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. going back to the idea of, of uh student retention we we uh i haven't seen any problems retaining students for um synchronous classes and maybe I should define that synchronous classes being classes where the student and the teacher are connected directly at the same time uh, and I don't have much experience with asynchronous online uh, and I think that's a different ballgame you know it's a different uh, different way of of teaching I, I don't have much experience with that but uh, but in terms of uh, synchronous classes which is what we're doing like uh, we have no problems with student retention. Uh, the students come back. Uh, I, we already have students who have taken uh, up, uh, definitely upwards of 100 classes. I think we have one student who's already in the 300 hours range. And so uh, that's, yeah, that. And that's, you know, that's, that's, I guess that's testimony to a student being satisfied. But I think that, um, you know, that's definitely, uh, as Jude said, you know, when you have a happy, a happy 
student, they're going to keep coming back if they're getting what they need, uh, if they're satisfied with what they're receiving. They're going to keep coming back. So from that standpoint, um, that's where I have more experience, you know, um, you know, basically with those types of classes. Um, so I, I don't, you know, with respect to SEs, uh, you know, I, I don't really know what to, how, how I could, uh, I don't know what I could say because it's, you know, student retention and asynchronous classes. I don't know if anybody else has any ideas, but. Yeah, I, I think, uh, Carly, uh, what, why you have, as I see, you already have a niche because you said you wanted to focus kind of on the Arab market, didn't you? Because there are a lot of people providing asynchronous courses out there in ELT. But you're, you know, you, you've got your, your niche already there. Um, do you have many competitors um, in, in, in like Morocco or other Arab countries or what are they doing? What's, what's the market like? Oh, we are still investigating this. Okay. Uh, because, um, as I said uh, earlier, the, uh, the creation of, of online courses, it's, it's not all the time easy. And the, the, uh, 